This is the Greenhouse Podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Perkins. I'm a leadership, career, and business coach and the founder of Greenhouse, a company that helps people and teams grow and figure out what's next. This podcast is for leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and seekers. Myself and our curated team of guests are here to give you tips and share thoughts and have meaningful conversations about topics in career and life. Because we believe that with the right tools, you can lead a more fulfilling and impactful life. Okay, so today's episode, we're actually going to have a lot of fun. See, I'm telling you what you're going to do. And we're going to talk about the definition of hell for each Myers-Briggs type. That's what we're going to do. Well, this is fun. I'm having fun already. <laughs> fun already. Okay, so this was really fun. I got to tell you where this came, came from, okay? Yeah. So we were actually just having a long meeting the other day, the, mm-hmm. uh, the team Greenhouse, and we were deep diving into something, and I had read this the other day, and so I just threw it out at you guys as something fun uh, that wasn't on topic at all, and we just had such a good time talking about it, and this is why I wanted to have some fun talking about it today. Yeah, That's great. I feel like so many of us are really interested in personality types. And yeah. I just thought this twist on the Myers-Briggs was so funny. And at least for me, it yeah. was so on point <laughs> yeah. with yeah. my personality type. Like I had like a visceral reaction yeah. when yeah. you read it. So anyways, I was yeah, excited to no, dive it's in so, too. So that's actually exactly yeah. what I was thinking about today. I was thinking so... Usually when you're talking about personality type, you list all of the things that you do or you're good at Mm -hmm. or you lean towards, right? But then sometimes, just like you and I were just talking about your wife recently, how sometimes people still can't find clarity, right? Right. So what I love about this one is it's taking the flip side. So the definition of hell for Myers-Briggs. Sometimes when you just read the definition of hell line, you might actually be like, that's my type. Oh, and with Mm. any kind of self-awareness, it's always easier to go to the negative side to identify Uh, the negative Mm -hmm. side than the positive. So yeah, if anyone's ever stuck, it's like, this is a great way to get clarity. If you're like, I don't know what my type is. These will give you more pointers. More insight. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would say I am not as familiar with Myers-Briggs. Like Mm -hmm. I I took a test in college. (laughs) Like everyone else did in psychology. Right. And I think we all got the same thing. Like we were all, you know, it's like every in college. And so we just hate Myers-Briggs. We're like, what are the letters? Like Like, Like, Q-R-T-P? I love it. I'm an L-M-N-O-P. You know, yeah. So (laughs) I... um. I really appreciated this because, yeah, I, I like what Steve was saying. It really clarified for me because I get confused by the letters yeah. Yeah. too. So, anyways. and it's helpful because, like, right now there's an explosion of popularity around Enneagram. Yes, an incredible typing mm-hmm. system, right? Yeah, but you kind of need to see multiple systems because that has a specific take on things. Mm-hmm. Myers Briggs pulls out things that other systems don't Mm. but we run away from it because it has all these letters and it's confusing Mm -hmm. right enneagram's great and i think it's catching on because it's one number and so it's just super Mm. sticky yeah it's easy to say like oh that's such a a seven i know (laughs) but um so i think it's important even if you're really into a different one or disc or whatever this will bring new insights that yeah. the others won't. And, and why do we? Why do you enjoy personality tests? I mean, I freaking think they're so much fun. But why? Like, why do you think they're? Why do you think they're helpful or fun? Whatever. <laughs> I so for me personally, I just think it's fun to like like what Steve was just saying. You know, every personality typing system has its own viewpoint of you as an individual. Like the yeah. Enneagram really focuses on you internally. It's not necessarily obvious from the outside, even though there's like behaviors for each that people can pick up on. But then like uh, personalysis, which Steve really likes, 
is really helpful for like working environments. Like how do I interact with others? How do I connect with people? How do I work well with a team? Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's really interesting to get to know yourself and all the different facets, like Mm -hmm. internally, externally, but I'm kind of a geek about awareness stuff. So that's fun for me. But I also think it's helpful to be in relationship with Mm -hmm. people, right? Like if I know somebody else's personality type, I mean, even as we're all sitting in the room together, like yesterday we had a long brainstorming session and it was helpful for me to know that Sunday you like to talk about a lot of ideas before we narrow into one. And Steve, you're really good at facilitating and leading the brainstorming conversation, but I'm a person that needs to like get down to the details. And if we all know those things, mm-hmm. we can have a better conversation. Yes. And then we're not like, God, like Sunday, be quiet. Like, yeah. You're talking too much, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it that's exactly helps. it. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't yeah. solve the problem, right. Right? It doesn't solve but it. it allows you to move from you yeah. all are crazy. I hate you yeah. to like, Oh, I understand why you're doing that. It's still mm-hmm. frustrating, but now we can actually talk it out or work mm-hmm. it out and I can be a little more at ease mm-hmm. with the fact. I, well, okay. So that actually points to why I love personality. Types. Yeah. Why? I, I will, if anyone would like to debate me on this, I would welcome and enjoy a debate. I literally think personality types solves every problem in the world. Do you? I do. Mm. I'm coming to believe this more and more because at the root of any, even a big problem, think about like global problems even or wars, Mm -hmm. like you break it down, it all started with like conflicts of individuals Mm -hmm. and our worldview and our approach to things and our opinions on things, which um, so much of it often stems out of a different personality. Like mm. we view things differently mm-hmm. or we approach it differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, I, I, <laughs> I don't know that I a hundred percent believe what I said. <laughs> I that was a Whoa, pretty bold honey. statement. I like making a bold I, I statement. I think I said I wanted to have fun today. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, let's get down to the Well, we just always joke at home like, man, why did we went to school for years and years and we never yeah. had a single class on this. Mm-hmm. Yet the more, the longer we're married, the more we see how personality yeah, type yeah. affects everything. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I geek out on why people do what they do and understanding the differences. Like it's mm-hmm. fascinating how on mm-hmm. the same issue or on the same like thing we could all approach it different ways yeah and not and so the whole point is to understand yourself to not get frustrated with others you're not yeah it's not like <laughs> i'm good you're bad no no we, we just, just actually have completely different yeah, ways of approaching right it. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well i thought what i would do is just remind yeah. our audience of the of the letters really yeah. quick so that and Let's then we'll have that. some fun but that could be another time where we take a deeper dive in that and another one by the way uh, a question that people ask me all the time that I'm not going to cover today because I'm going to do it in another one is um, do do they change over time? So yes. I just wanted oh, to let you know. That's a big objection. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I even want to know more about that because yes. I feel like, yeah, why was it that like I tested one way mm-hmm. like 10 years ago and now it's different or is it different? Yeah. Yeah. Or dun, is dun, it? Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. Or people will say, yeah, yeah. but I was uh, in this mood or this situation yeah. when I took it. So it, I don't it, think it is a really... mood thing, yeah. by the way. In all mm-hmm. fairness, it's a psychological mm-hmm. assessment and I can twist my mood and feelings. <laughs> well, but I think that's the point of what you're going to share today. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes these are... Um, a more helpful way to get yeah. at what's my type because sure. you see if it resonates with you absolutely versus just the assessment yeah like the tool the assessment it's just a tool it's not stating right. for a fact that you are this type no it's just to help you like get closer yeah absolutely okay so the four letters it's just a reminder are yeah. the 
the four anyways what am i trying to say ei let's just start there ei extrovert introvert we hear of that one all the time the only thing a clarification i want to make on that one is people always think extroverts it's about being talkative and introverts about being shy so eh, that's not really the approach the approach really is how do you receive energy so and extroverts just get energized when they get out there and they can have a conversation about things and they get out of their head and they can get all their thoughts out of their head and introverts in general they're great they they might be very talkative and very friendly but at some point they need to go kind of fill their cup (laughs) with a little bit of quiet introspective writing time so eis i'm not going to go into them much deeper but that's the biggest one that people get confused on Mm. all right this one the s and the n which is sensing and intuition actually is the one that everyone gets the most confused by and even Mm. myself it's really hard for people to figure this one out so i will just say that this is the s and the n how do you take in information is the is the question so sensors they tend to take information that is real tangible it's in front of them it's factual it's concrete it's very they're very present in their sensing mm-hmm. in their learning right how am i taking it in ends tend to take in the information a little bit more with a big picture focusing on not the details but more like the mm-hmm. end where is it going like things like that um they they're very into patterns though they focus on a lot of patterns and meaningful data that but it's always about where the end is right so that's a tough one do you agree that, i'm smiling over <laughs> here because i think that's one where i see a lot of conflict happen yeah. because mm-hmm. you think the other person isn't smart or something yeah and it's literally mm-hmm. just different so the sensor person would be like oh the gut you're just like going with your gut that's not that's not grounded right well actually they are looking at patterns and it's very grounded right or the intuition person is like oh gosh you're just like asking for more and more data like just look at you can just see it (laughs) and it's like yeah but they're looking at actual data it it is a conflict one i I think and i do think by the way and calling it out that we all touch both sides like no one is a purist in all ways yeah no that's (laughs) a really good call out yeah like we all lean in yeah to each uh, I guess, letter yeah. in different ways. We We're not always living in one. I wanted to ask, okay, so S is the sensors, N is intuition. Yes. And can you just, could you say this one more time, like what they each mean? Yes. Sensors are oriented toward present realities. Okay. Got it. Factual, concrete, focusing on tangible. I sense it, I see it, I smell it, I taste it. Yeah, okay. So it's much more right in front of me. Intuitives are oriented toward future possibilities. They're imaginative, a little bit more verbally creative Mm -hmm. as they're doing things and they remember specifics as they relate to patterns. Ah, okay. Uh, Yep. I know. But I will tell you, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's really tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next one is thinking and feeling. And of course, this Mm. is actually the the more obvious one. Mm. This one, people tend to kind of know themselves really, really well. I always like to call out though that thinkers feel and feelers think. Mm. Okay. So let's just not debate that one because the thinkers get all mad. They're like, I feel, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and feelers are like, I think. So we do both. Okay, we do. But the question for this one is, is how do you decide and come to a conclusion? Do Mm. you lean? Do you actually lean more towards analytical facts, reasonable uh, things to help you make a decision? Mm. Or do you lean more towards empathy and personal and social values and compassion? I always say the feelers can come across a bit tenderhearted and sometimes Mm -hmm. the fingers can come across a little bit tough-minded sometimes Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Um, And the last image I always love to say is a thinker might be like, I don't care 
what my mom thinks or what my coworkers think. This is what I think we should do. Mm. And feelers sometimes do things like, I think I'd like to do this, but let me check in. How's my, what does my mom think? What does my coworkers <laughs> think? Like they yeah. tend to mm-hmm. assess the feelings of others to help them make a decision. Mm-hmm. So that one's really interesting. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then the last one is judging versus perceiving. And this one is, so how do I, I, it says, how do you approach the world? But I always say, how do you live your life? Like, how do you live your life? Mm. Judgers and perceivers live their lives very, very differently. I always, like, this is the example I use. Judgers are often people who write on their calendar in the olden days with a pen. And perceivers write on calendars with pencil. Because they constantly want the flexibility to erase, scratch out, change it, nope, or not commit. Yet, judges mm. like things decided. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. They like decisions made and they like it. Once I write it, it's there. Perceivers tend to live their life a little bit more spontaneous, flexible. That doesn't mean that they don't make concrete decisions and mm. patterns, mm-hmm. but in general, they're not thrown if you change it. Yeah, I mean, you can just uh, all over this, you can see how it, it can create those tensions, oh, though, in the yeah. workplace, but then. You know, in the other episode, we talked about in the marriage situation or in a uh, relationship one on one. It's like, well, yeah, this crops up every day because it's like, no, we can't live that way. I need the options open. And you're like, no, we can't live that way. We have to make a decision. decision. And we're trying to live life together. Right. Right. And so you see how this is so important to just understand each other better because it's literally not like you're right, I'm wrong. I'm right, you're wrong. It's not a values and ethical thing. It's not a morality thing. It's like, no, we're actually wired in different ways. So somehow we have to like understand and collaborate and compromise mm-hmm. yeah. or we, we are just going to actually butt heads on everything. I've actually had people who are married say to me that just talking about as a couple, the J and the P has mm. like saved their marriage. I mean, they're being yeah. like a little over dramatic there, but the point is weekends kill our relationships as couples when we are J's and P's because mm. J's approach the weekend with a plan and P's are dying for it to be completely kind of open with a plan. But do you see the difference? Mm. And so they got to talk. Yeah. They have to talk. And so I always say compromise if you're a couple like J's say, here's the five things I would like to do. Let them pick two. You get it? Mm. Or please say something like, uh, hey, I, these are the spaces in which I would like openness and flexibility. Mm. You get it? It's like a small mm. thing that can make you not kill each other all weekend. Well, perfect example. <laughs> so we kind of took time off work over the holidays. And I realized this halfway through because every morning I was sleeping in. I haven't slept in like three years. <laughs> I was it. like, this is great. <laughs> yes. And then my day was off to a, such a good start. I was so relaxed and calm. And I noticed Ashley's all tense. And, and we started talking about it. She was like, no, this is a terrible day because we don't have a plan yet. Uh, mm. Yes. She yeah. needed a decided plan for it to be a good day. Mm-hmm. So quite literally, I was starting out my best day ever. She was starting out her worst, worst day ever. Day. Mm-hmm. And now it set the tone for the entire day. So half of our break was formed by this, right? So I think you're uh, right. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't know if this is exaggeration. I feel really strongly that then the huge problems come out of the yeah. series of that happening over right. years. Yeah. Yes. If we never were became aware and like addressed mm. that, yeah. and that happened over the course of ten years, like yeah. imagine mm-hmm. the frustration, the, yeah, the deep rooted problem. It can be easily fixed with a conversation and some compromise. We had one conversation in the morning. I was like, "Oh, you need a plan, don't you?" And we yeah. laughed, and <laughs> I was like, "Okay, let's make a plan." That was it. And boom, we're in a much better place. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I just don't want to miss the fact that I think this stuff is really consequential, even though we're talking about little funny quirks. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. They are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have a whole deep dive about how how much this has impacted people's lives. But today, but today we're, gonna, we're, we're fun, not going to have fun. Okay, ready? Steve, so here's Steve what I'm going to do. Stop I don't know. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Jacqueline, you want to talk? You want to just talk with me now? We're gonna I know. Like a, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. We're, they just we're actually, actually I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually ask you if, if the best you know of what your type is, and then I'm going to read your definition of L. Okay. And then we're going to read some of the other ones too, because they're they're quite fun. And if you're listening, I will cover them. So, but okay. let's start with who's in the room. So Jacqueline, okay. what is your type? I am an INF. J. Mm, an INFJ. Wait, is that right? <laughs> no, okay, so so I... when you were just reading okay, read the okay, so for everybody listening, yes. Sunday read this to us during our meeting last week, and like I said, I had like a very visceral reaction, but then earlier when you were reading the reason why I asked you to repeat the S and the N. Okay. Part of me wonders if I'm getting those confused, but the version of hell that you read to me last week was the one that okay, resonated. Was the one let's that do resonated. Both then. Okay, yeah, okay. read them both. So start with E-N- I- or sorry, INFJ. Okay, here's INFJ because okay. you think sometimes you're an S. So let's start yeah. with N. INFJ, okay. your definition of hell is ready? You are eternally damned to working for a morally corrupt company that oh. aims to exploit the weak and the generally <laughs> degrade conditions for all of society. Oh. I'm. Wow, I know. that's intense. Look, she's, but even, that's she's even not really. Who does like working for that? <laughs> I know. Company? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's a great point. I think some people actually don't care. Yeah. So, but you're right. No, but that is. You are. I mean, that really does resonate a little. It bit, It resonates it? a little bit, but not as much as the other one. Okay. So I'm sorry for one, all of you listening. You're like, what is happening? ISFJ, right? Yeah. Okay. I remember we talked about how the S and the mm. N is the hardest for people to yeah, distinguish. Yeah. So uh, ISFJ's definition of hell is everyone you love is yelling at each other and it's all your fault. Uh, the all your fault part, <laughs> y'all. That is terrible. Okay. Oh my gosh. That really, whew, whew. that yeah. scares me. Do we need a moment? So you we have, <laughs> but that's actually helpful because yeah, yeah, you have like a visceral emotional reaction yes. to hearing it, yeah. which mm-hmm. I think is a good sign that that's it's probably. Probably yeah. closer. Yeah. I mean, truly like if yeah, if y'all were like in an argument right now and it had something to do with me, it was all I mean, I would be yeah. like on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> that would not be good yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. kind of helped a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, that really helps. Yeah. But I re- I do resonate. Yes. with the N. You do a little bit, but yes. the other one feels stronger. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna lean over towards Steve here. Oh, I'm invited back in. You are back podcast. in the circle. Okay, yeah, okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> This, All right, is how, Steve. this is how the company works. <laughs> if anyone's wondering. I'm sorry, did you create this company? Really in charge All you now. business owners, just give up. You're not an owner anymore. Okay. So, okay, what's your type? Well, I'm going to do the same thing as Jacqueline okay. because mm-hmm. I have always been called an ENFP, but I think um, hearing your, your descriptions, I'm definitely more an ENTP. Okay. So mm. ENTP first. Okay, ENTP. Freedom of speech is revoked from the Constitution. Voicing your opinion in any way is now illegal. (laughs) It's so dramatic. And it's so, like, political. I really love to be in the room where people wrote these. Yeah. Like, what made them come up with that They were cracking up, yeah. It was like the news was on in the background. (laughs) They're like, what if? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What if? Yes. I'm like, uh, this is similar to Jacqueline. I'm not having a response to that okay like okay sure that would kind of not be great but i don't 
It doesn't mm-hmm. stir up anything in me. Okay. So I'm going to flip over to the ENFP. All ENFP. Right? Okay. Okay. This is <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> Every minute of the rest of your life has been scheduled for you. And it's uh, a long series of arbitrary, solitary tasks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please, no. I just have to tell you that Joe is in the room with us right now, too, and he also is an ENFP, and it's, his face is like... Squirming. <laughs> literally, hell no. Like, yeah. Right? Oh, that's so fun. That, See, that's funny, because when you explain thinking, feeling, I'm way more thinker for decision-making and mm-hmm. all that, but mm-hmm. like on the personalysis, I'm off the charts thinker yeah. in that box. But um, man, that resonates. Yeah. Because I like variety. <laughs> I like too. to... Mm-hmm adventure yeah if it's all the it's the scheduled repeating monotonous part. yeah right <laughs> and we read it the other night and ashley was like that sounds great she's I, like I, I went, that, i'm seriously that is literally what i was thinking i was like oh awesome i, I my mind that sounds like a vacation <laughs> man <laughs> and i guess like one thing that was kind of resonating with me as you were just reading that is like for everyone listening, like we're not dogging on like the other types at all. But like, I think that's why these are so funny. Like when something really resonates with you and you (laughs) really feel it. Yes. Like, that I think that's mm-hmm. what makes it so impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and funny. you can flip it, right? You can oh, play yeah. it to your advantage. One time, I was in um, a personality assessment type of course, and the woman leading it used to be a CIA um, like lie detector, mm-hmm. oh. not running the machine, a human lie detector. Like yes. she would detect the lies after oh. they did the machine, yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she would train the people to do it too. So she was. Just Mm -hmm. had this crazy superpower. She actually walked in the room. We're all strangers. And immediately walked around and started telling everybody about their life just based on (laughs) how they looked, how they were sitting. It was was amazing. So I think she had a lot of credibility in the space. And this topic came up, especially around my marriage. I was like, what do we do? We're opposites. She said, no, this is your superpower. This is your Mm -hmm. gift. If you learn to cooperate and like understand each other you will be unstoppable that's what Mm -hmm. she said because you you kind of have both sides of the spectrum yes but it'll be harder for you than these other people in the room because you have so many yeah every letter is different yep Mm -hmm. and so an example like Jacqueline the other day we were laughing because you said um like packaging up gifts for our clients at yeah. the end of the year, you're like, I Ugh. love it. It was so life giving. Even your Ugh. face when you said it, you're like, it was so great. This kind of repetitive <laughs> task that's very like clearly defined. Mm-hmm. And while you're saying it, Sunny and I are looking at each other I can't like, think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. But to my point, that's she, beautiful so as cute. a team yeah, right. because yeah. right. somebody's got to do it. Somebody's you love do it. doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I really do not. Nope. Boom. Win. <laughs> like mm-hmm. win win. So I, I do agree. I think it's like a. It's funny and it can be controversial, but it's also can be a really good thing. Oh, it's a really good thing. Yeah. So, so Sunday, what's. Yeah. So I am very, I'm in the, I'm called an ENFP, just like you. Okay. So, so maybe do your. Except I have one that I think I lean more towards okay. as well. So sometimes uh, ENFJ, because I really like structure. I really do. Yeah. But yeah, I love do. freedom within structure. Yeah. So sometimes it I feel like. It throw you off. It does not. If somebody mm. throws a wrench at me, I'm like, oh, but I kind of thrive a little on a plan in a day. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. so ENFJ. Uh, this is the hell. Your loved ones are in dire need. I always feel like I need, I should change my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Your loved ones are in dire need of guidance, but every piece of advice that you give them inadvertently makes things worse for them. (laughs) I mean, you guys know That one does bother you. It does. It really does bother me. No, for sure. Because I 
and you know, I actually my children have been like, Shh. like I can tend to want to try to overhelp with my words. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I so so it's like natural. And then really, and so, and I also feel like I have to exert it too. So, so mm-hmm. see, see, I'm my husband to my children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's really interesting. So I feel like I both resonate with me. I would uh-huh. hate solitary, arbitrary tasks as well. Yeah. So both yeah. do. Yeah. So I'm going to pull out some I was going to say, will you read out yeah. the rest I'm gonna of read, them? Yes. So this one, I'm just going to start with some people I love. So I know a lot of INFPs. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to call out that one. So uh, this one is very interesting. And every time I've read it to an INFP, they're like, oh, they can't even like breathe for a moment. Your deepest thought and feelings are exposed to a large audience. And everyone Ooh. thinks you are pathetic and unoriginal. Wow. <laughs> I love the unoriginal. Unoriginal. <laughs> feels so personal. Jeez. <laughs> Not unoriginal. Like, oh. Yeah. So that one's hysterical. Does that line up with like Enneagram 4 at all? I was honestly, that's literally what I was thinking as I was listening to that. If you're an Enneagram 4, would you please let us know? <laughs> please stand up. Stand here, right. And do something right. completely new and original. Um, I was going to have one more. Okay. So, and then I'm going to read just straight through them. Yeah. This one I just have to, I just have to throw my brother-in-law under the bus. So I hope he listens. So cute. He's filled with a house. I think he's married to an INFP. His brother, sister, and mother are all INFPs. Wow. So this is a man surrounded by INFPs, right? And he is an ISTP. And so his is particularly hysterical to me because of who he's surrounded by. So ready, mm-hmm. ISTP. This one's for you, Lucas. So the zombie... <laughs> I loved it this one. Like this it's so, already I'm done. The yeah. zombie. The zombie apocalypse happens, but you're suddenly the world's weakest fighter and must depend solely on your loved ones to keep you alive. Yes. Mm. It's so specific. It's you so, seen but his reaction to like, this one. The it's underlying like, thing there is like you have to rely on others. Like yes. if you are a very independent yes. person, mm-hmm. that would be really, really hard. That'd be really And he is a very independent person. Yeah. So that one wow. really is really fun to me. All right. And so you've we're... thought through, this person has exit strategies. Yes. They've thought through <laughs> and, all right. their contingency plans yep. and have oh. weapons hi- hidden in different places. Okay. And think about it. Let's just go back to an INFP. Yeah. INFPs often are the worst decision makers. Mm. They're very option oriented. They make good decisions when it finally is like they have to, but they will put off a decision and a plan for as long as possible. So for, for someone to depend on that personality yeah. type, oh, very yeah. difficult, Ooh, very difficult. That's scary. I know. Yeah. All right. So let's just go through some fun ones. ESTJ. Got that? ESTJ. An incredibly impractical person is put in charge of all of your major life decisions. I love this one. <laughs> You have to do whatever they say and are powerless to argue or reason with them. Oh, I can <laughs> right? see how that would be you painful. Can feel it. Yeah, I know a couple of these people. Yeah, and I, can I do see too. It. Yeah, it would be hard. That was a tough one. That was really tough. Okay, we did. Uh, do we do INTJ? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. On them. <laughs> oh man, that person is really right. And you can't argue or reason. That was what's really funny about that one too. It's like in your head got all these thoughts and you can't argue or reason they're like them. everyone is so incompetent <laughs> yes. what i cannot rely on right that. all right intj every time you open your mouth to say something intelligent something entirely idiotic comes out Ooh. instead yeah <laughs> and if you know intj yeah yeah they're they're really a very highly intelligent type yeah. they tend to really yeah. lean into uh that pl- that place mm. they're called the architects mm. so anyway so I, they would hate that yeah so, that one's fun to listen to um let's see 
Okay, ESFJ, have we covered that one? Mm-mm. Just nope. yell at me if I've covered those. Someone you love is in dire need of practical help, and you can't give it to them. Worse yet, they think you're refusing to help them out of pettiness, and they're mad at you. Mm. So isn't that interesting? It's very similar in some ways to the ENFJ's personal help. Yeah, I was just going to say. But notice it's very practical. That's Mm. the S part. It's a very Mm -hmm. practical help and you can't give it to them. And worse yet, they're actually, they're mad at you because they think you're holding back. You know, that's so interesting. As you're reading that, I was like, that kind of resonates with me. And I realized if I'm an ISFJ, sometimes Mm -hmm. my E and I... Yeah, can falter. So that Absolutely. one kind of resonated with me too. Yeah. That was interesting. Hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. I meet a lot of people who feel like that. You know, the, the yeah. ambivert thing is out there. Yeah, where they kind right. of flip flop. It is so the like the common thread I think for me is like the other people and how they feel about me. Yeah. Yikes! We right. gotta yikes do some work. <laughs> if y'all could just see my little hand motion there. Yeah, right. and I guess I'm the one that has to always call it the flip side. I'm like. And but look how cool that can be. Where let's say that um, ISTJ, yeah, right, great. Uh, they have great ideas or answers for stuff. They have great mm-hmm. answers for stuff in the meeting, but they're going to steamroll everyone in the room, not mm-hmm. even realizing it. Mm-hmm. So they have the right answer, but everyone is mad and doesn't want to accept it. Mm-hmm. So yes, that can be a liability that you're mm-hmm. like the people pleaser type, mm-hmm. but it can also be great in that situation. You're thinking about the feelings of the others yes. in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can create yeah. more like agreement and harmony so mm-hmm. that we can actually go implement the, mm-hmm. the good idea that the yeah. ISTJ had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like maybe there's both sides of the coin to some of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This next one is hysterical to me because I don't know if any of you know any ESFPs, but they are usually the most fun at a party. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they are like, they show up and you are like, look who is here. Okay. Yeah. So ESFP. <laughs> so get that image in your head. All right. Listen. And there's just so brief. Ready? You are stuck in a room by yourself for the rest of eternity. That's all it says. (laughs) Oh, that would be hard. It would be hard for them. So they thrive on like the party environment. Yeah. They do. Yeah. All right. I did ENFP, ISFP. Did we do ISFP? Um, Now I can't remember. Okay. Ready? We're going to do it again. Sorry, listeners. ISFP. (laughs) You have to listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to listen to rude people criticizing your personal choices, your appearance, and your art form all day long. Nobody cares that they're hurting your feelings. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is interesting. ENFJ, we already covered. ISFJ, we covered mm-hmm. as well. ISTJ. That one? Okay, ready? ISTJ. You are expected to complete this one. Yeah. You are expected to complete a highly esteemed project with absolutely no guidance as to what's expected of you. Oh, gosh. I know. Right? Like, I have to say, like, that one does not resonate with me. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to give it, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to, (laughs) like, that one gives me a little bit of heartburn. Yeah. For sure. You like some parameters. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I swear we're almost done. If you're still out there. If you're still if you're still past, if we haven't reached the twenty six minute mark, yeah. which we've heard is when you all stop listening. The person with the last type is sitting there like Can They're you like, please? I'm waiting. I know. Okay. INFJ. We already read that one. That was mm-hmm. the one where you asked us to. ESTP. Okay. ESTP, you are completely paralyzed, lacking even the ability to speak. Ooh. So they must be a very like physical mm. and um like like to get 
stuff done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and also maybe like to give direction about stuff done. That's that yeah. T, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they yeah. aren't able to as, at all. Yeah. Um, ENTP, we read for you as the contrast. INTP. We have two left, folks. Okay, ready? <laughs> INTP. <laughs> you are in- eternally condemned to researching an extremely vapid topic using wildly inaccurate methods, mostly involving interviewing people who have no idea what they're talking about. I think that one is hysterical. I love this one. I have a couple friends in this bucket. And, um, oh, that's so true. I Yeah, it's just like everyone is so incompetent. I believe this is my father. Mm. I, my dad, Ken Perry, is an INTP. <laughs> Yeah. I believe that, that that is his type. I can totally see him going nuts over yeah, this. Yeah. I find this one funny. We should have saved all the J ones for the end. Like, they just really want their answer. And they and, do. Yeah. And we're just like, we like love we're holding hanging. back on you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. The last one is the ENTJ. So, by the way, a lot of ENTJs tend to be in very higher level roles in life statistically. Mm. So, just, uh, just an interesting fact. By the way, you can I can nerd out in this stuff. You can find out what types typically do this, what types. Mm. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Relationship-wise, hysterical. Uh, they have a whole category on what kind of date you would like to go on. <laughs> ENTJ, ready? Somebody is wrong, and they're directing a large group of people, okay? You can't do anything about it, and you will have to obey whatever inefficient policies they decide to implement. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good so one. So loss of voice is a really popular yeah, theme with the ease, yeah. too. Yeah. Like not being able to to change any kind of situation with the use of their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's really interesting. It's so good. Yeah. That's this it. was fun. I, yeah. I did have fun. I had a lot did of fun. Did you have a lot I, of fun? I was having fun. I'm still having fun. <laughs> okay. Are we past the 26-minute mark, though? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Well, one little plug I wanted to throw in there. If you really liked this episode, number one, join us tomorrow on Instagram Live at 2 o'clock. Sunday has tea every Thursday, and we get all get on Instagram Live together, and she's going to be talking about this a little bit more. So if you have questions bring those for sure. But also if you want to hear more episodes like this, head over to our Instagram. You can send us a DM. You can pop in the comments. Or if you want to earn some bonus points with us, you can um, leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us. But um, we want to do more of this because these are fun. We could go on and on about personality types. If you liked it, let us know. And if you have questions, we want to answer those too. Do you want more great content like this, but 24-7? Check out our membership, The Greenhouse Method. It's an online course with built-in community and coaching made just for you to figure out what's next in your life, leadership, career, or business. Visit greenhouseculture.co, that's .co, or the link in the show notes to learn more.